You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello, good morning or good afternoon to you, depending on when you're listening to this. I hope you are keeping well. Uh, lots of uh, stuff going on on the macro level, macro economy. But, you know, if we're focused on doing what we do best and actually carving ourselves out as being different, positioning ourselves in the marketplace, then come rain or shine or recession or boom you will always do well. Why? Because there will always be a market for people who solve problems and for people who articulate the problems they solve and put themselves out there as the best solution, as the only solution to our prospects' problems. So just a little bit of a an opening. I don't know why I particularly said that, just because I'm, I'm hearing a lot in the news recently, as I'm sure you are as well and have been doing over the coming weeks. Uh, you're probably not going to hear this until a few weeks after I have recorded it. So I'm hearing it at a time when uh, the tax cuts have just been announced. The uh, So the removal of the 45% rate has been announced. We've got uh, rising interest rates. We've got the IMF and other global bodies condemning the UK's fiscal policies. So it doesn't look like it's going to be promising times for us in the UK in the near to medium future. But don't let that put a dampener or to cloud your thinking in any way, because there will always be people out there who need what you do you are highly valuable. You can provide a lot of value to businesses and in particular in their time of need. In fact, more so in their time of need than ever before. So don't belittle your services. Don't undervalue what you do. Don't cut your prices and don't, you know, uh, procrastinate on increasing prices and taking a, a share of the value you create and getting paid what you're worth because you are creating a lot of value. And if you are there in real time, helping a client stay afloat, advising them, being there when they need you, being there as a sounding board, helping them to put together forecasts to know exactly what's going to happen and when, advising them on the impact of uh, increasing interest rates and how that's going to impact them on their cash flow. These are exactly the kind of things that we should be doing for clients. And we need to price the value of the, what we generate and if you are struggling with this and if you're not quite doing this but you're feeling a lot of pressure and you want to help clients with this then again it all boils down to knowing the value you create productizing your offering go back and listen to the episodes on where i talk about how to position your vfo your virtual finance office services your vfd type services because this is all well within your remit and with software and technology that we have you can absolutely do this and clients need you right here right now but anyway i digress because today wasn't supposed to be a discussion around that although it just came to mind so i thought i would share it with you today i was going to talk about uh, the title of this is going to be work is not 
a place you go it's something you do now i've had this quite often you know i i put out a a daily routine post on social media recently and i bump into kind of people i know in kind of real life who've seen my posts and you know i get quite a few comments from people saying oh you know do you ever work you know are you ever are you working or you just spend much time in a gym and you know in coffee shops and I get that quite often when I'm, if I'm even up at home and, you know, my, my, my wife is there, calls me a dosser most of the time. <laughs> and, um, and then my mother-in-law walks in and she's like, oh, so you haven't gone to work today. And I get really frustrated sometimes uh, with the people that I'm really close to because there's this line that I, you've obviously seen as a title of the podcast and it's not an original line that I've made up. It's actually a line that I got from the book Work Sucks and How to Fix It by Jody Thompson and Callie Resler, what the book that inspired me to move to a environment where only results matter. They teach how to create the results only work environment. It's a trademark term, so I can't say I have implemented a row. A row. I haven't. It's But essentially, we have an environment. I call it the worm, where only results matter. So I'm allowed to use that acronym, which I will do so from now on. So we have a worm, which means where only results matter. So our people can work when, where, and how they want. Because work is not a place you go. It's something you do. And unfortunately, the mindset of most people is that if you're not in the office, if you're not seen to be working in the office, then you're not working. But you and I both know that's not true. So whether I'm sitting in a coffee shop or whether I'm sitting at home or whether I'm sitting on a beach or whether I'm you know, traveling, if I have a laptop, I can be, quote unquote, working. And it's all about, you know, it's not up to us to kind of change other people's mindsets. but. For you as a business owner, sometimes, you know, we have, I had the same kind of uh, mindset a few years back before we moved into this environment where, you know, if people weren't in the office, then it was a case of, you know, where are you and why are you not in the office and why are you coming in late and all these notions that we have around presenteeism and FaceTime. And thankfully, the pandemic has helped to move us on from that, where we've actually realized that work can happen without seeing our employees bums on seats. But it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to get rid of that mindset from us. So do you truly believe if you're, you know, do you get any niggling thoughts in your mind that if you're, if you have an office and you have a team and your team are not in the office or they're leaving early or they're coming in late or you don't feel that they're putting in, quote unquote, the hours, then you feel they're not working. If you feel, do you feel a little bit like that? If you do, then maybe this message is for you because it's not, again, I love this second line as well. I think this is a Jim Rohn line. It's not the hours you put in. It's what you put in the hours. It's not the hours you put in, it's what you put in the hours. And I can certainly say that's the case with me. So, you know, you know my daily routine. I, you know, I'll, uh, I'll go for a walk in the morning, first thing, before I, you know, before uh, I drop the kids to school. So I probably rise around 6.15, 6.30, go for a walk, come back, take the kids to school around 8 o'clock, and then go to the gym. Uh, I've just finished at the gym. It's around uh, around 10 o'clock. I will then, I forgot my laptop, so normally I would go to a coffee shop about now and be working on my, uh, uh, you know, working in a coffee shop. But uh, I haven't got my laptop, so I've got to go home to go and get it. And I'll probably be working from home now for the next uh, couple of hours before I head to the office after one o'clock. So I don't have any 
uh, any calls, any meetings before one o'clock. My Calendly is set up not to accept calls before one o'clock. Why? Because the morning is for me. The morning is for me to get my exercise in so I feel good, so I'm able to operate on optimum energy because I've made the time to go for the walk, to get my workout in, which means the endorphins are flying, which means I'm more alert, I'm more likely to feel good and get more out of my day than if I just start off straight into work and feel sluggish and then you know, I flag at the end of the day. So it's all about matching your energy levels and, and making making time to uh, for yourself to work on yourself you know to get that exercise in and or to do whatever any you need to do for you to feel good because if you don't feel good and if you're you know eating right and you feel sluggish and you're not uh, getting an exercise in then clearly your brain won't be able to function as effectively as it could so and then the deep work time so for me you know being in a coffee shop doesn't mean I'm not working I'm actually being in a coffee shop allows me that headspace that freedom without distraction without anybody else there and it's an environment where I work better you know if I'm in the office I'll get distracted there might be other people in the office or you know for me every environment has a different impact on you so you've got to find which environment is best for the work that you want to get done so for me because my big important priority at the moment, my big rock is my book. And I find when I'm in a coffee shop, when I've got some nice coffee, when I'm in a nice ambiance and I've got that kind of, uh, you know, chatter in the background and some nice cozy seating that I can crack on and I can get my deep work done, which is for me a priority, getting my book done or it's kind of, you know, preparing content for my mentoring program. So I find working on a coffee shop works best for me, but I don't. it's even better than working at home for me. So that's why I go to a coffee shop. It doesn't mean I'm not working. It means that, you know, I'm in an environment where I get my best work done. So you've got to find the environment that's best for you. Maybe that might be at home. Maybe it might be a coffee shop. Maybe it might be in a hotel or maybe it might be outside on a on a bench somewhere in a park. Wherever it is, you've got your laptop. You can be doing what you need to do. You can be working towards the projects that are going to move the needle forward in your business. Hey, just a quick break to tell you about a tool I use that has helped us to save hours and enable me to create a pricing system incorporating all the stuff that I've learned about value pricing over the years. That tool is called Go Proposal. What I love about it is that we can build the price in person with the prospect and then with a click of a button, send them the proposal and engagement letter instantly during the meeting. That's literally saved us hours of time from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but also because I can build pricing models in the software, anyone in my team can now have pricing conversations and send proposals to prospects and clients that has helped to free me up to do things that I love, like creating this podcast for you. If you're not already using it, highly recommend you check it out. So work is not a place you go, it's something you do. So regardless, if uh, and I know my mother doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> I guess there's you know some some people it's it's harder for them to change mindset. But you know wherever so wherever I am, it doesn't matter whether I'm at home, whether I'm in the office, whether I'm at a coffee shop. I can be making progress towards what projects I want to. And for me in this case at the moment, it is my 
book. But in the, by the same token, you know, I allow my team to work when, where, and how they want. And it was difficult at first. And certainly, when we first moved to this environment, and before we moved to this environment, we did have a very traditional office-based environment where people would have to come in 8.30, 9 o'clock, whatever the office hours were. And I would, you know, if people came after me, or if I saw people coming in late uh, and leaving early, then there would be words, and, you know, it would be frowned upon, and people would make judgments around time. And this is the problem. And this is a problem that's identified in our book, Work Sucks and How to Fix It. If you haven't already read it, recommend you do. We will have judgments around time. And we need to get rid of that thinking because it's not time that matters. It's not how long we spend on something that matters. It's what we get done in that time. And we need to move away from hours spent and focus on the results. Focus on giving your team, your employees, your team members ownership over tasks, ownership over clients. Give them clear accountability with autonomy. So give them the freedom, give them the space to get on with the clear results that you have laid out. And those clear results would be, depending on level of seniority, to actually take ownership of looking after clients. So the way we do it in our firm is that we have four or five client managers who will have their own client portfolio. They're responsible for A to Z on those clients. Anything to do with clients, with their clients, they have to deal with. We've got systems in place which allow them, which make it easy for them to manage deadlines, workflow, to uh, put process notes in, all these things. If they're not around, somebody else can follow, but they are fully responsible for clients. I don't need to get involved. I don't need to oversee. I don't need to manage. They are responsible. So when you give autonomy to your people, plus you give them the right systems. So it's important that you, as the practice owner, give them the systems they need to do their work to be able to manage their deadlines without using an Excel spreadsheet. So that means having a good practice management solution uh, in place, having a workflow solution, having a CRM, having a place where they can easily store, share documents, emails, that sort of thing to make things easier for them. That's your role, to make sure they have the systems they need to do their best work without much friction. So give autonomy to your team and they will reciprocate or they will reward you. You, know, you will get that reward in terms of the output that they generate based upon the autonomy and the accountability that they are given. So it's all about setting those clear expectations. What do results mean for you? And for you, clearly, you want to make, you know, your, your goal is ultimately to make sure all your clients are happy, all the work is done, it's, and then taking it to another level, clients are not just happy, but they are uh, more than happy, they become your OV fans, they recommend you, and they become your big advocates, which means we need to go over and above, we need to deliver that stellar service, so being proactive, and that's kind of the message that you need to keep repeating to your team. But first and foremost, it's about giving them ownership. Even junior team members that we have in our team, we've got a couple of juniors, they have ownership over some clients, not as many as the managers, but they do have some ownership over certain clients to get them used to managing client relationships. And of course, they know where they can go when they need help. But ultimately, that's how you move away from just focusing on what they do in the hours to actually making sure that your team are doing, generating some output, generating some results, some outcome, and a solution. Because you don't pay your people for a chunk of time. You pay them for a chunk of work. Remember, you're not paying your people for a chunk of time. You're paying them for a chunk of work. So I'm just right home.
home. Uh, we'll leave it there. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. It is one of those topics that uh, it did take me a while to change that mindset. But thankfully, with the pandemic, that has helped to accelerate the thinking in this regard. And, oh my God, I've just noticed I've got a huge crack in my windscreen. How on earth did that happen? Ugh, that's not good. <laughs> anyway, i better go. Uh, I hope you find that useful. As always, I would really appreciate if you could uh, rate and review this uh, podcast. And if you've got any ideas, send me a message on LinkedIn. Otherwise, take care, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahooda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.